3: The advantages of being from a Democrat mafia controlled now sewer once great city is that we are connoisseurs of corruption and scandal and the illusion of the American political system. And it is an illusion. It is just simply a mafia. I mean, after all, Joe Biden didn't win anything. He wasn't elected. He was selected. Why was he selected? Five decades of stealing political policy. Of perfecting bribery, both at home and in foreign policy. He's earned it. And that's the way the mafia promotes people. No one believes that this man, this half man, is anything other than a failing Democrat mafia member on some sort of hospice care financed by the people.
4: Representative Mark, Mark, uh, T-T-T-T-T-T-K, excuse
3: me, T-T-T-K-No. Yeah, you're doing great. You look good too. You're fooling everybody with the Botox and the facelifts and the dead man hair sewn to your head. You got us all fooled. In the meantime, it's the mafia in general we have to, to attack. Now, I don't really talk much about Illinois politics unless I absolutely have to. And the reason that I don't is I grew up here like you. So we have normalized the idea of political mafias. We like it that way. This is how the people vote. They like the little short in the pants mafia yard gnomes on the south side of Chicago, Madigan mafia. They love it. They love it. They just want in on it, right? They all want the fake jobs and the phony contracts and they want to rape the honest people because they've come to the conclusion they can afford it because the way our political system is broken down, it's only a little bit of money. Each family, each worker, it's only a tiny bit. The problem is like every cancer, it metastasizes and then the money gets so big and you destroy areas. And that's really what has happened to this the once great city that I love and I know you do. That now is a fracking sewer. Chicago. Cook County, it's always been a sewer of corruption, but it had some nice areas. It's losing that too. Illinois, although 80% decent people, that 20% of mafia control has really destroyed the future of Illinois successfully. So now they have elected this walking punchline. 17 hours on FBI tapes with a lowlife scumbag who also a mafia member, not qualified. And if he wouldn't have married a, a mafia oligarch by the name of Dick Mel's unattractive daughter, you'd never know his name. Rod Blagojevich, you would have never known his name. But he married into La Cosa Nostra, Chicago style. Right now, you could and you, you'd be right to trace this back to Saul Alinsky and the ideology of Marxism and the Soviet system. But that's the cover. The real swindle is always the swindle, and it's about money. We have an opportunity to use this slob of a human being, some call governor. I just call him Tubby. So Tubby was speaking today about money that has been stolen from the people.
5: Lost billions of dollars to fraudulent unemployment claims during the pandemic.
3: Now, a new audit from the state
4: shows just how bad the problem was and how people were getting the money. Our Capitol
3: Bureau Chief Cole Hinke live outside of the Capitol right now. Cole, this problem was apparent. Well, oh, you heard the train in the back. You know why, right? This is a news organization in Illinois, not the sewer of corruption. This isn't this Democrat sewer of corruption, Chicago, where they have these talking Marxist mannequins. That promote this nonsense thievery like it's actually helping the people as they rearrange the chairs on the titanic and change the music this is a southern illinois news outlet that reports it honestly so they don't have the mafia budget that chicago nbc abc or wgn has what they have is honesty and integrity so they're kind of in a in a in a not nice building with a train right behind them
2: from the beginning of the pandemic That's right. It was a common story during the pandemic. People getting letters from the Department of Employment Security saying that they got unemployment benefits despite never applying for them. This audit just
3: tells us just how big this problem was.
2: Five billion plus dollars walk out the door. Just gone. Five billion
3: that we know about. Now, see, the problem we have is that the the education system has been so... So corrupted that the average Chicagoan has no fracking idea. They live on a couple hundred dollars of welfare and whatnot. They earn their money, they pay half of it in taxes, and they're not even aggravated about $5 billion. They have no idea that $1 billion is 1,000 millions. 1,000 millions is 1 billion. Now we're going to talk about 5,000 millions, and we're going to talk about it like it's nothing. And who better to talk about it like it's nothing other than the picture of corrupt mafia gluttony? Four hundred and twenty pounds of sloth and fat and stretch marks with a belly button that needs a hubcap. Never worked a day in his life. And if his mother didn't know who to give a lap dance to, you wouldn't know this slob's name either. But he's got a lot of money because Grandpa Abe was a very good swindler. And he taught everybody else how to do it. And now there's one brother that doesn't look at all like the Fred Flintstone Pritzkers. In fact, he looks a lot like the security guard. But uh, it's, we'll come to that conclusion later. In the meantime, he's smart. He went to Silicon Valley. He was raised with chubby here. and he learned and paid attention. So he took a massive amount of money and expanded it even better. Luckily, JB is kind of friendly with him. You wouldn't even recognize him. He's a triathlete and everything. Not at all like your average Pritzker. And he doesn't look like Fred Flintstone after he had his, the bottom of his legs removed either. In the meantime, Pritzker, the silver spoon, who's done nothing his entire life but eat and drink and waste money. He's who Illinois decided to watch the people's money so what do you think his reaction will be over 5000 million dollars or 5 billion
2: what do you think his reaction will be it's not so bad so let's be clear, in an emergency, you act as quickly as you possibly can to help people that are in need. And that's what happened in March, April, May, June, July. In fact, all the way through about a year and a half uh, until we started to get vaccines into you a know, majority of people's arms. Now, those vaccines did nothing but make you look like Dr. Awarty with the
3: Bell's Palsy. Everybody sat at home and started to look like Dr. Awarty and Lori Lightfoot and J.B. Pritzker, and, they, and it became normal to be this kind. of. Of ugly and repulsive. However, what else happened is they stole the money. And when I say they, I mean the foot soldiers of the Democrat mafia. Because these are people who were not just simply opportunists, no named opportunists in a way. These were connected people. Never forget, in the Chicago Cook County court system, we have 58 employees that all stole the money. These are government connected, clout ridden scum, also known as Democrats. And this is who stole the money. And now they've got their
2: chief slob to run cover for them. Um, so the idea that we're now going to go back into the you know, history books and pretend that there wasn't an emergency. Here's what we're going to do, you fat slob. I'd like to grab you by that earlobe. I know it's the size of a
3: tire. I'd like to grab you by that earlobe and tell you that's not your money, fatso. That's not Grandpa Abe's money. That's all of our money. And I want to know where every penny is. But the good news is he's not counting on my vote. The fix is in with the sloths known as Democrats. And he could run and win on a national stage. I'm hoping that they'll reject the idea that men are supposed to be built like ice cream cones.
2: However, there's a lot of money in corruption. And then uh, try to hold people accountable for decisions that had to be made You know, on the fly and thinking about the best interests of the people of Illinois, getting money into their hands when they had lost their jobs. Now, I didn't get any of this fake money and I wouldn't take it, number one, but I have character. Most of you people
3: that vote Democrat, you have none. So that doesn't apply to me. But who he's what he's trying to do is give you that. What are you going to do? This is what rich, low life, corrupt political whores call slippage. So we've got five thousand million dollars of slippage. Right, Tubby? No wonder he doesn't care about calories.
2: Um, I think it would be uh, a a travesty. Now, should we all be looking to make sure that we're operating as efficiently as possible? Yes. I want to point out, though, for people who are complaining. By the way, this is this is the mindset
3: of how you justify stealing 200 billion from the federal government, which this lowlife did. He stole the money and put it in the general fund and pretended to be a
2: successful governor instead of a failed slob that he is. That uh, there, you know, about the amount of money that was involved in UI fraud, that across the entire United States, hundreds of billions of dollars was lost in Illinois. It was three billion dollars in the federal program and two billion dollars in the regular UI program. Nobody tried to do that, but I want to make clear now in a bankrupt state and the state, if it wasn't
3: for covid, the pandemic, if it wasn't for covid. You'd absolutely be bankrupt, but that $200 billion that this lowlife and his cohort stole and pretended to be revenue and income and success, that bought a little more time. And now he's going to tell you that
2: $5 billion from a state that was bankrupt and busted, it's no big deal. Other states did bad. I don't know how many of you did, but I received a letter in the mail from Kentucky saying that I had applied for unemployment. Show it to me. Hey, Fetso, show it to me.
3: Or is this like your other scams that you justify, like the toilets in your mansion and the rest of it? See, because if his lips are moving, he's like every other Democrat. It's a lie, an absolute lie. He has no letter. This is all a lie. They stole the money, and he doesn't want to look for it because it's his friends. It's his supporters. It's his inner circle, outer circle. It's his infrastructure of Democrats who will vote in perpetuity for every other Democrat they throw up. Employment benefits in the state of Maybe if he threw up more. You wouldn't be so fat. Why don't you try a little bulimia? You could use about six years of it.
2: Okay. Now, nothing was paid out. And, you know, and it, of course, I, I made sure that they knew I was not actually applying. Um, but that's just evidence of how widespread this problem really was. Uh, that's just a lie to distract the idiots who
3: want some more money from this tub of goo. Because they know if they support him, there will be contracts. There will be money. They are stepping and they are fetching, even though everyone in that room knows the money was stolen by
2: other Democrats. Um, Obviously, the the particular PUA program, which is the federal program where Illinois didn't lose. But, you know, but the entire federal uh, government and and everybody in the United States did. lose. This
3: is the, the mindset of a Democrat I really like because you can get used to living in any kind of squalor. Take a look at your neighborhoods. So don't worry. There's still people outside of your area that live in worse squalor. Now, go
2: have a good weekend and shoot each other crazy and do a little dope. Taxpayers was poorly designed. It was adopted by every state because we were required to do it as they gave it to us. And they wanted the money out the door. I actually don't blame anybody in particular about this because you remember we were heading into another depression, not a recession. None of that's true. And you know who is to blame for this?
3: Donald J. Trump and his entire administration. And this is the first time in six years you'll ever hear a Democrat not blame Donald Trump.
2: And sadly, he's right. Depression in this country in those months. And so I think the federal government was doing everything that it could think of under President Trump and the Congress to get the money out the door. And we were obligated by law to get the money out the door in the UI system. Same. You know. Imagine that's well. Imagine signing a law that says whatever you do, spend every fracking
3: dollar, get it out the door. And we don't care how much you have stolen because that's exactly what happened. And uh, it's a payday. For the most corrupt among us, you know, the Pritzkers and the Democrats out there.
2: We, we wanted to make sure we were doing everything that we could. People were defrauding uh, the governments all across the United States. Ah, what are you going to do? Um, we were not any, uh, you know, more hit by fraud than, frankly, anywhere else. Uh, in fact, California, just to give you an example. And this is my favorite part.
3: Compare yourself to a ghetto that was arguably the most beautiful state, the most productive state in the country. And in just thirty years, is now a homeless encampment. Compare
2: yourself to a corrupt ghetto. Twenty billion dollars of regular UI uh, fraud. We had two here. Um, New York, eight billion dollars. We had two here. If even on a population basis, we did better. That doesn't mean it we're you know all you know we got it right. We didn't. And see, there you go, squirrel.
3: So if you want to look skinny, fatso, just hang around with fatter people. Don't worry about it. You can lower your standards to adopt the mindset of a Democrat. You're going to have to be a little uh, more active and a little more aware of your surroundings because the ghettos suck. Of course, there's always one worse. Just ask Pritzker or any Democrat. 312-642-5600.
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560 The answer
3: See, when your standards gets real low, you can get used to anything. And the reality is we're used to this. We're lucky things aren't even worse. Um,
0: I mean gross incompetence doesn't even come close to what this is.
3: That's how much money the state paid out in fraudulent unemployment claims during the first two years of the pandemic. 5.24 billion dollars. Ah it's nothing. Pritzker says it uh, could be a lot worse. That's what it's like to live in a Democrat-run area. Failure, thievery, corruption. You're used to it now. And that's why if you're expecting these old men to go to prison, this this short-in-the-pants most successful mafia dons in American, in world history, by the name of Mike Madigan and the other moron, Ed Burke, with the $30 whores on Rush Street. What about all their kids and their nephews? They're all set up in this mafia. They're all recipients of it. Now all you got to do is convince the people, it's not that bad. It's not that much money. Bob, Crown Point, Indiana.
6: Hey, Sean. United States of Griff. That's what we should call it.
3: Yeah, no kidding. Now. When you live in a Democrat yeah. area, that's what it is.
6: I thought that that money was earmarked for COVID relief.
3: You probably uh, you thought Social Security, Security took your Social Security money and put it in a vault or a trust or whatever swindle they told you, don't oh, you? Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Call me naive. I you're guess. you're well, you're in Indiana. You're not as sharp as we are. We know from the from the planning of it, it's a scam. Like uh the lottery, what was it supposed to be for the schools? Yeah, that's for the schools. Thank you very much. Shelley Elgin. Hi.
7: I, uh, I just wanted to comment on Pritzker choosing so wisely his comparison states of California and New York. The three, between them, worst blue states around. Look, we're better than they are. Oh, that's I
3: great. Think about how wisely he chose his state to to move to, to start his political career and start his, his true mafia corruption. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. He could have lived anywhere. He lived in California. His brother that I talked about, the one that looks a lot like the security guard and nothing like a Pritzker, the brother still lives in California. These people are billionaires. They could live anywhere. But he chose a block in the Gold Coast to live and start his political career. He's on 17 hours of FBI wiretape just to Rod Blagojevich. What do you think the, the conversation between Penny and Barack Obama was. You remember Penny Pritzker, who looks a lot like him, only a little bit more masculine. Penny Pritzker, only with a uh, longer hair. Yes, <laughs> she was tied at the hip with Barack. You think they had the conversation similar to this slob and uh, Rod Blagojevich? I do. I do. But then again, I I'm think am more sh- thinking
7: about what you mentioned before the, the gold coast place. He chose to live yeah. and remove the toilets and pay less. Oh, my favorite the part is
3: he, did, he He stayed there less than I, I come in for about 60 days total a year. I'll bet you he was here less until he started to run. Thank you very much. I happen to be aware of the, of the horse farm that they bought on the East coast of Florida before the pandemic, where his family spent the majority of the time in the pandemic. I thought they bought it just for those horse straps, You know, in case he gets moody on the weekend, you can't do that on your own. Uh, George Naperville. Yeah, Pritzker's like Curly on the Three Stooges. He's a victim of circumstance. Yeah, the only difference is Curly had a job. Wendy, Reno, Nevada. Sorry, I'm just laughing about Curly had a job. Yeah, and one thing this slob Listen. never had. What kind? Never worked a day in his miserable existence. And you know? Do you oh, know? No. Do you know the the building where they had the uh, the uh, internet companies and they would give him free rent? Do you know the scam that they robbed those kids? Whatever was created, they got fifty percent of it. That's his big business oh, no. plan, like a two-bit oh, no. gangster. By the way, those little T-Rex no. arms and that fat body. How does he get the soap by his crotch? Can't be done. Go ahead.
8: Okay, Okay. just sitting
7: out here in the desert, literally a stone's throw from the California border. His whole speech about, well, we're better than California and New York is laughable. Do you know how many license plates from california i see on a daily basis it now and Reno, is like half and half they are fleeing that state yeah. and the audacity of pritzker to say oh until we could get shots in arms then everything was fine lest we should forget that the vaccine passports in cook county happened in january of 2022 yes. well after shots were in arms i love it you know i just
3: oh. you know what you know what you never see in illinois wendy uh, an yeah. out-of-state an out of state license plate. Never. Nobody comes here. No. They run from here. No. Thank you, Wendy. And Nevada. You know what? You can stay on the you line. I want you to have one of my shirts. I want my shirt to be in Reno, Nevada. When I get back, I'll take the rest of your phone calls. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government.
0: Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show am the answer. AM 560. The answer.
3: California had a communist COVID lab. I wonder if Illinois does. Of course, Illinois Democrats will cover up for it. They've been taking the communist Chinese money since the dailies could do push-ups. Slobs. Bob Oaklawn. Yeah. Good news. choice franchise voting coming to Illinois. Should be right. here by 2028, they said. What's, <laughs> that
9: means no matter how bad the candidate sucks, he'll be the one that wins.
3: What is right choice voting? I don't even know what that is. What is it? Right
9: choice voting. You get a choice of three
7: candidates. Whoever gets the most votes, votes between one, two, and three, doesn't matter how bad they suck. And if everybody says this candidate really sucks, number three, he got 75%. Because he got 75% at three, He's
3: the winner. Oh, so it's like they median pricing. $100. It's like median pricing where you get the middle. You never get too bad or too good. Yeah, that's exactly what Illinois is Guess good who for. It? Who Who?
7: That's who came up
3: with that. Repu- George Soros. Oh, George Soros. Oh. Well, that's something an Illinois Republican could have came up with. I mean, after all, they get to control all the pot dispensaries and video poker game. Thank you very much. Uh, James Schomburg. Hey.
7: Boy, I tell you, when Pugsley was pulling that, it reminded me of a scene from, like, you know, a bad 1940s movie. And he's pulling that. Oh golly, gee, Willikers, Wally. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we did our best. Give F- me a break. Five thousand million. About those kinds of numbers, Sean. He is. A, that's the actual fraud. Like people literally were not legit. They stole it. It went wherever it went. And that doesn't even include the number of people that were given unemployment. That should never have been given unemployment. Correct. I had, I, I've had employees that I've got with me 40 years, and the youngest really is like seven years. So I have employees that have been with me a long time. Through that period, I went through seven people that I had to terminate. Every one of them got unemployment insurance. And we're talking about the most egregious acts you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, they literally had to be trying to get fired to get fired.
3: It's a, it, it this is a society point. that's no longer the meritocracy you and I demand and thrived in and succeeded in. What you have now is a re-di- redistribution so you can hand over entitlement and arrogance to the lowest forms among us. They're called Democrats. Thank you very much, in for a bumpy ride. And that's why it's normal in a Democrat state to steal $5,000 million. Gone. It's not so bad. Could have been a lot worse. You could have been in California where they're better at stealing money. Uh, Jim and Lyle.
7: Uh did you say Jim from Lyle?
3: I did. Did I oh, throw you I, off by calling no, your name? All right, go ahead.
0: No, I I it, there's something <laughs> weird happened. Uh guest suggestion. You oh, gotta my. have on your show the author of the new biography, Rising Star. His name is David Garrow about Obama.
7: He's a liberal who deconstructs Obama's whole life. Yeah. It's awesome.
3: It's all going to lead back to that drunken scumbag married 33-year-old father that had sex with a 17-year-old girl, right? Eh, what are you, right. You know, given where it started, it could have ended a lot worse. Thank you very much. I'm well aware of the history. I know all about Marshall Davis and all of it. This is the problem. I keep waiting. You know, we keep being excited when Democrats catch up. They don't care no, about facts. No,
7: Sean, this guy- John, this guy's a liberal who did a Doesn't, great biography
3: yeah, of Martin Luther okay. King. There's, I mean, he he really tears him apart. I'm not taking it apart. I mean, fine. Congratulations. Where were you 15 years ago when everybody should have done it? Everybody, everybody knew what he was. If you could read 15 years ago, Barack Obama bust out from Illinois. Laid on his car payment, in bed with a greasy, slimy Tony Resco. He has to to, to fraud the property purchase of his own home and have Resco's wife buy the lot next door and then marry it at a title company, which is, I don't know how you get that done. Oh, you own the title company. I mean, that alone is just the scum of the earth. So to have Democrats wake up, ooh, good. I really don't like to celebrate mediocrity. Of course, I never did uh, support any of the unions around. Glenn Oakbrook.
6: Hey, Sean, listen, the unemployment fraud, when people were getting letters that were employed, they would file police reports. And also, because I know at least a dozen that filed police reports, and they were going to the Illinois Attorney General, letting them know something was up and nothing happened. So in order for them to get letters, somebody on the inside had to know where they worked, their address of work, their address of home, Social Security number, date of birth. So it was an inside job.
3: You know, can I tell you something? When you, when you talk about stealing, especially this kind of political crime, do you think that a, a Democrat voter, somebody who supports Democrats, they're offended by this? I say they're titillated yeah. by this. What makes well, up these bureaucracies, what makes up these Democrat areas, what makes up the cabinet, are thieves. They like it like this. They're interested in stealing more money and enriching their relatives. This is what they do. And I'll tell you another thing. They're very serious in very specific areas, Glenn. Thank you very much. I've been talking about this for a while. Her name is Tracy Stone Manning. You ever hear of Tracy Stone Manning? You might as well talk about it. We got fires burning in Hawaii, right? We've got the fires in Canada. We had the fires in California. Trace right back to a professor from USC. Tracy Stone Manning is an eco-terrorist. She's an eco-terrorist who admitted to writing a letter about terrorism that affected Uh, 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 the tree clearing and the lumberjacks, one of whom lost half his jaw. She admits this. Okay. Do you know what the penalty was? She is the head of the Bureau of land management. That is the bureau in our government that not only controls all the parks and all this, this is the one who issues the, the licensing for the energy companies for the, the true reusable energy, like oil and coal and natural gas. She, all of that's down 40%, but more importantly, She's an eco-terrorist. Rather than being repulsed, the Biden administration made her the head of the Bureau of Land Management of the United States of America. So do you think they're offended when they steal? This is just a resume builder to them. U.S. Senators Jim
5: Risch for Idaho and John Barrasso for Wyoming are calling on President Biden to withdraw the nomination of Tracy Stone Manning to serve as director of the Bureau of Land Management. They and all other Republican members of the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources said they do not make this request lightly. They say Stone Manning has made false and misleading statements to their committee regarding, quote, her activities associated with an eco-terrorist cell who tree spiking in Idaho's Clearwater National Forest in 1989 put lives at risk, end quote. In addition to that letter, the senators included details
3: to support their case. Doesn't matter. The, de- the details do not matter. What matters is this is a direct reaction to the Donald Trump administration, who immediately upon winning and beating the Duchess of Chaffington, the only woman in Washington Bill Clinton never had sex with. What happened then is he said, you know, I'm going to crack down on eco-terrorism.
4: Under the Trump administration, the federal government is cracking down on eco-terrorism and being followed closely by the states. That's led to more environmental activists feeling the legal sting of consequences for tampering with the nation's fossil fuel infrastructure. Trace Gallagher is digging into the story for us tonight. Joins us live. Hey, Trace. Hi, Shannon. In an ongoing effort to stop construction of the Dakota Access Pipeline, in October
3: 2016, five environmental activists broke into pipeline facilities in four states and shut down the valves. I wonder how many of them work in the government, because Tracy Stone Manning is the head of the Bureau of Land Management. As a known
4: former collaborator with Ecoterrorists, it's hard for me and many of my constituents to be confident that your decisions are guided by what is best for this country instead of being guided by what is your political activism and extremism. Two prime examples of this are the most recent rule disregarding 70 years of best range management practices to benefit one lessee in north-central Montana, better known as the APR, which you and I have discussed many times over. Uh, The other is the new proposed rule that conflicts with the Taylor Grazing Act which hurts Montana's significant ranching
3: industry. See, well, we're all focusing on the local skullduggery, the local Democrat thievery, the bureaucracy, the leviathan of corruption that's running everything, has been infiltrated with eco-terrorists, Marxists, but more importantly, corrupt mafia members. So what this dingbat, who looks like a transgendering Nick Nolte, what this freak is doing right now today, is paying off more Phony corporations that bribe Democrat politicians. It is the perfect scheme. It's the American gangster
4: government and threatens the longstanding relationship between our ranchers and public lands management. In 2008, while you were the regional director for Senator Tester, you received a large loan from one of his major donors at a below market rate that
3: you had previously undisclosed. Seems like every one of them. You want to talk about Chris Dodd? You want to talk about Joe Biden? At the time when in the 70s and 80s, when, when interest rates were high, they all had the sweetheart loans. This is the same modus operandi of a gangster government. When the economy is strong and rates are low, they're not as strong as they are right now. That's why they've been perpetrators of this controlled demolition of American prosperity and the principles of Americanism. They're raking it in. Raking it in like an Illinois Democrat. $5,000 Ah, it's slippage.
4: Until you were up for Senate confirmation for your current post. We had a lot of information brought out during that hearing that we had never heard before. Just two years prior to receiving that loan, while you were executive director of the Clark Fork Coalition, you made what you yourself described as an unprecedented act of supporting this donors development project in Missoula. This, combined with your past history of collaboration with eco-terrorism, further gives the perception that you do not have the best interests of the American people in mind and instead will prioritize your own personal beliefs and friendships over those of the American people and this country. The new rule proposed by the BLM is in direct conflict with the Taylor-Grazing Act. And the people that are going to be impacted by it the most are being severely deterred from participating and testifying because of the selected hearing locations being so far away from the areas that it's going to impact.
3: This is Representative Pete Stauber from Minnesota. And what he is doing is the labor that most people aren't going to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it because while we're distracted by the dimwit and diapers, he's merely doing his job. He's distracting you while the Leviathan of corruption is destroying the principles of our nation as they pay off their supporters in the way J.B. Pritzker wants you to believe $5 billion is slippage. 312
0: When they're talking.
4: We are here today because Donald Trump is exerting an influence campaign.
0: I don't like these attacks on the Department of Justice. We're talking. Uh, If
7: you say something about an election, they want to put you in jail for the rest of your life.
0: News, opinion insight. It's a disgrace. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
3: That's why when I heard uh, the slob of a human being, J.B. Pritzker... Discount $5 billion. You really think they're going to pay attention to any of the money that's been stolen in foreign policy or domestic? you think they have any? They don't care. And who makes up these these charlatans? The people who are willing... To carry out the violence. Tonight, a film about eco-terrorism. The Earth
4: Liberation Front, a radical environmental activist group, was named a domestic terrorist threat by the FBI in 2001. In this documentary, Academy Award-winning filmmaker Marshall Curry follows the story of a former ELF member, Daniel McGowan. McGowan was arrested in 2005 for involvement in several fires
3: and placed under house arrest in New York City to await trial. Do you know how many eco terrorists they capture, Squirrel? Four percent. Ninety-six percent of eco terrorism goes without any prosecution, any convictions. Tony Riverside. Hey, I called Dan and Amy yesterday to suggest this. How many lawyers do you think you
7: have listened to you? Why can't we file a class action suit for direct from the, gover- because the, the government? Because the
3: government has been held harmless. You can't sue politicians for lying. You can't sue politicians for corruption. They can be prosecuted. But who watches the watcher? Who watches them? The corrupt bureaucracies that we now know, in particular, under any Democrat regime, only hires and is littered and controlled by fellow travelers, Democrats, the upper echelons of all of the entities. Well, we start How do you think? Doing something. Tony, Let's listen do to me. Listen to me. This is the greatest. <laughs> you, you live in the city of the greatest example. There isn't a guy that dried a car off at a car wash that didn't know that Mike Madigan is a crook or that Daley was a gangster. There isn't one. And the only ones that didn't know is the FBI. We had no idea. It's all a ruse. How many Democrats actually get prosecuted or prosecuted? How many? It's infinitesimal. Now, granted, we have the highest number of um, aldermen and, and mayors and governors, but it's still infinitesimal when you think about how many of them there are. It's the perfect crime. It's political crime. $5 billion, $5,000 million wow. was stolen and wrong. nobody's going to go to jail. Nobody is going to, nobody's going to look for it. The, the, J.B. Pritzker is the highest elected official in the state. And he just came out and told you, ain't no big deal. Ain't no big deal. Because he's a Democrat and he wants to be president. And that might get him to the White House. They might overlook the love handles on his head to actually put him <laughs> in the office. The fat slob. Thank you very much, Tony. Richard in Blue Island. Hey, Sean,
0: BLM, Black Lives Matter, Bureau of Land Management Matters, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. I was doing it. That's I was doing I it. I do that all the time. When I say the BLM, I don't mean the Bureau of Land Management. Come on. But you know what the sad part is, Richard? They're all trained Marxists. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself
6: and Alicia in particular are trained organizers, Um We
3: uh, are trained Marxists. Those are just the the ghetto shoppers that like to take stuff and not pay for it. The real terrorist of the system, ironically, is worse than them. Our BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, that's where we have eco-terrorists. U.S.
5: Senators Jim Risch for Idaho and John Barrasso for Wyoming are calling on President Biden to withdraw the nomination of Tracy Stone Manning to serve as director of the Bureau of Land Management. They and all other Republican members of the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources said they do not make this request lightly. They say Stone Manning has made false and misleading statements to their committee regarding, quote, her activities associated with an eco-terrorist cell whose tree spiking in Idaho's Clearwater National Forest in 1989 put lives
3: at risk. And she, not only wasn't she withdrawn, she's the head of the Bureau of Land Management today. See, Democrats don't prosecute crime, domestic terrorism. They hire it. 312-642-5600.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer... From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned
3: Perfect timing for my next guest, and I'll tell you what I mean. We had a caller on
1: that wanted to sue
3: the government for duress. Of course, the short answer is, in theory, you can sue the government, but how does it really come out? It's hard enough to sue the government for your unalienable rights. That's exactly what my next guest is doing. He is suing on behalf of his small business, because that's who always pays the cost. It's not going to be a big weapons manufacturer after all Lloyd Austin a Democrat works worked for Raytheon and was very successful it's always going to be the small local business owner that suffers Robert Beavis is one of those owners and he is suing the city of Naperville for now Robert how are you thank you for joining me very good John how are you doing today good good so tell me a little bit about uh what it's like to be in your business you're in the gun business correct
10: yes I am
3: and you're living in a state that is run by corrupt Marxists. How's that going for you? Uh,
10: Well, uh, right now it's not doing very well at all, you know, but... um... You know, we're, we're fighting it uh, pretty hard and, uh, you know, we're
3: going to we're going to win this thing in the end. It's just going to they're going to run us dry doing so. And that's the real game. And, you know, Robert, that's the real answer. Right. right? Justice. Yep. I have a, my best friend is an attorney. I hang around with attorneys. I've got three hundred and eighty pounds of free legal advice at my beck and call. <laughs> but the reality is and, and they all know the same thing. Oh, justice is out there. And uh, you can have it. It's just real expensive. Tell us a little bit about what you're suing and why you're suing and how it all got started. Sure, absolutely. So I own a company called Law Weapons in Naperville. And
10: back in uh, this month, uh, August 16th of 2022, the city of Naperville enacted an assault weapons ban ordinance. And, you know, I went to the the council meetings and I, you know, told them how all their facts were wrong and this isn't going to stop crime. And, you know, and I was ignorant thinking that they're going to listen to me and say, hey, Rob, you're right. We're not going to enact this ordinance, (laughs) you know, because I have all the proof. Right. Well,
3: facts don't matter in a Democrat area. Yeah. (laughs)
10: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the case. So I we, we I asked my family, I said, look, do we move out of Naperville or do we stand and fight for everybody's Second Amendment rights? And the family unanimously said, hey, let's fight. So we filed a federal lawsuit against the city of Naperville. And uh, immediately we saw our numbers just drop. You know, uh, the sales uh, started dropping down and tanking. And, you know, we're on life support come December. And then January... Uh, the state of Illinois enacts an assault weapons ban. So we uh, in, in joined uh, the state of Naperville as well, I mean, the state of uh, Illinois wow. in the case. And so we are currently suing the state of Illinois and Naperville um, for our Second Amendment rights. And we've been all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And um, right now, uh, it was pushed back down, and we're sitting at the appellate court. It's a fully briefed case. We're the lead plaintiffs in all the cases. They've all been combined into mine. And uh, we're waiting for a ruling from the Seventh Circuit.
3: So let me ask you, can I ask you how old you are? Fifty-eight. Oh, good. Because I haven't met anybody that hates money that isn't my kid. So I just wanted to make sure there's no chance you're my son. Uh, the, re- the, rea- yeah. <laughs> the reality is this has got to be, I mean, is the, is the law firm working yeah. with you? Are they sharing your mission? You know, we have on a lot of attorneys yeah. who have this, you know, through through foundations and they take on these costs. But this has to be a, a tremendous cost to you and your family.
10: Oh, Sean, you've no know, idea. Yeah. So, I mean, currently we spend about almost a half million dollars in legal fees, and we've lost well over a million dollars in sales, if not a million and a half so far. Um, but yes, the what what's happened now is we've uh, we were contacted by this uh, National Association for Gun Rights, which is a um, a really great organization, and they are now. Uh, Helping Good. in all of the cost and getting this done, and we're going to go as far as it takes to to win this. And um, they're doing a fantastic job. Barry Arrington of uh, Arrington Law and uh, the National Gun Rights Foundation—they have been uh, tremendous. They're winning cases all over the country, and uh, we expect to win this too.
3: And hopefully we can uh you know yeah, I, I have to, to tell in. you what the disgusting part is is that you have to do this because everybody knows this is outrageous if you have an iq where you can read and you understand the fundamental principle of why the second amendment exists and the ridiculousness of the futility of these governments pretending to be helping as the most as the areas with the strictest gun laws are the most hell in in the country uh has it ever have, have they ever has anybody ever contacted you and say, you know, look, we know you're right. We just want you to go away. Here's some money. Go away.
10: No, they haven't done that. I'm waiting for that one to come. But, you know, it's all political theater. That's all it is. You know, right. they're, they're virtue signaling. They want to get a better seat somewhere, you know, in a different office or, or they're they're hoping to get their votes for next year or different campaigns. And that is all it's about. It's not about saving lives or preventing violence in no. any way. You know, and it, their mentality, Sean, is like, hey, if you want to stop drunk drivers from killing sober drivers,
3: just don't let sober drivers drive. That's the yeah. mentality on the It's, exa- it's exa- I love that. And you know yeah. the 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 sad fact is is that even the people that bring these cases to you know that they're gonna that they're gonna lose if it was a loss of principle. But what they're very comfortable with is this idea of this of, of somehow fifty one percent of the people taking away the rights of forty nine percent, which is why they constantly are chanting democracy. So you're really running yes. against old fashioned communists, marxists, and nazis, and they're looking to yeah. detooth the the principles of the country itself. And I'm wondering, your neighbors, you said you lost business when you took on the government i'm 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 really shocked at that and i'll tell you why i have a little cigar shop and i don't like people right and i don't like democrats i won't associate with them i'll never tolerate their presence so after joe biden successfully stole the office i put a sign up that said biden voters keep out," and the and the premise was oh you're gonna it's gonna cost you customers what happened to me was i had i had a massive spike in support i had people call and come from all over the country and i'm shocked that didn't happen to you why do you think that is this time
10: well, I'll tell you what happened. The reason is is because of the way the media spun it, right? You've got people. So we have, like, at any one time, we would have thirty to $50,000 in back orders, right? And you've got customers that have ordered a gun that were waiting to come in. And and uh, and what, when the media was spinning and saying, oh, Robert's going to go out of business. They're going to shut him down. They're going to do this, going to do that people started getting nervous and they started wanting their money back. And they said, well, let's mm-hmm. find another gun shop because he's going to go out of business. So we're talking about, you know, 7,000 loyal customers in my store uh, that, that would buy, you know, upwards of three, $4,000 a year in firearms from us, mm-hmm. all of a sudden disappeared. Now, what I can't understand is, is well, I'm, I'm not sure if I understand it or not, but what what happens is unless this, this problem is knocking on your front door, People just assume that it's going to get fixed and they don't need to do anything. No, we're fighting for everybody's Second Amendment rights. I know, yeah. In this case, it make a change across the country. Yes. But can I get you know the the three million or, or so uh, void card holders to send me a dollar? No, I haven't been able to to really raise anything. So we've been
3: taking this out of our pockets, and, and
10: it's it's it's.
8: Oh, it's I, I, I'm, acting, I'm a, I wish it's I could have real.
10: met
3: you before this. And uh, we know so, we know you have a mutual friend, you and I, and I wish I could have had the conversation with you because I would have saved you this money and the reason I say that is this is more of an intimidation play by the by the bureaucracy by the Leviathan of corruption, the Democrat Party. That's all this is. This is about intimidating people so that they do not take advantage of their Second Amendment and their right to bear That's arms. Exactly right. That's, That's this exactly is all right. this is, and this is whole thing with the the ghost guns and all this stuff. See, they understand how the game works, but they want the people afraid to be Americans because when you're afraid to be Americans, you'll say hey, you won't say hey scumbag bag, where's the money that you stole from the school, that you stole from the housing project, that you stole from the streets and sands? Where's the money? They like people that are afraid. The problem you have, coupled with that, is that most people who could left. Left. I'm sorry. There's no question in my mind. Most people who could left because I'm not going to tolerate this. Listen, I always wanted to get the hell out of here. Don't don't make any mistake. But I would have never done it when I did it. I did it because the political climate was so abusive, so trampling of so many principles of this country. I said, get the hell out of here. Not only that, I sell real estate. Right. So I'm never going to sell anyone Illinois real estate. Illinois real estate sucks. And it will always suck as long as the mafia controls the state because you're paying for the corruption. And that's that's the decision I think people make. That's your twofold problem against you. You have a corrupt government that wants to intimidate the fellow citizens by making an example out of you. And you have the people that could have supported you leave. So how can people, because right. this show is heard all over the country, and we're in a, several other countries, thankfully, to Honey Bunny and her producing. Let me ask you this. Honey Bunny, yeah. Let me I ask mean. you this. How can people out of state, because I can't, I don't know what the rules are. I'm now a Floridian. I had a concealed carry, but my, my understanding is when I became a Floridian, it negated my uh, my uh, concealed carry, but it doesn't matter because in Florida, that, if correct. if you live, you can carry. I can carry open. I can carry not go. Whatever. I, I'm, I'm an American in Florida. Can Floridians yeah, well, support you? Can other people support you?
10: Sean, I I'm a, a Coral Gables. Uh, you know, um, I grew up in Coral Gables, Miami, Florida. I moved here in '92. You know, I, I you totally understand. The problem dummy. is, is that what were you thinking? I know, why the heck? How were that? you thinking? I I don't know. It's, I lived there too long, and I, I was uh, tricked into this. I came in September, and it was, it was uh, warm in the day and cool at night, and I just assumed the weather was that way the whole time <laughs> until January when it came around. Well, something
3: tells me there's cleavage um, in this mix, too. Only cleavage can make you make this bad decision. <laughs>
10: Go ahead. Well, it, was, it wasn't good. But, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. People that, that do support us or, or care about their rights are afraid to get canceled. You know, this cancel culture and they've got businesses where they have leftists that are their customers and they're afraid to do anything. You know, I I'm just appalled that people don't stand up more, you know, and try to do it. So so hopefully, you know, we can stick this out and keep fighting and, and try to just make some changes, even if they're small, but help, protect our guns. I mean if they take that, next they're just gonna they're gonna decide, you know, how much air you can breathe.
3: Well, please, don't say anything out loud. Don't run with any idea, these fascist bastards. In the the meantime, so can people call? Do you have an online presence? Can they support your store and help you or your lawyers? You must must have something
8: set up.
10: Oh, I I sure do. Um, So number one thing I want to tell you is this Sunday in Naperville, uh, we are having at Law Weapons, we're having an open house fundraiser so we're going to have, you know, hot dogs and there's a snow cones and oh. games and trivia. And uh, we're raffling off a bunch of guns and TV sets. We've got a nice TV uh, donated to us by ABT. It's
8: 65 oh, inches. we got a whole bunch
10: of stuff. That's great. Yeah, and uh, we're going to we're going to raffle this off. We're asking people to come out and help support us out here. It's uh, going to be Sunday this Sunday from 11 a.m. Uh, till about four o'clock. At, at law weapons in Naperville easy to find just google us and uh you know we're hoping that people will help by donating we just need uh, you know the money to keep us open and keep fighting you know we think that uh, we're going to get this thing settled here before the end of the year hopefully um but but you know it's costing us you know un- unbelievable amounts of money I'm stretched out my credit my home mortgage uh we've you know we're we're pumping thirty thousand dollars into the business a month just to keep the doors open so that they don't file a motion to dismiss this case and set everybody back two years uh, from where we are today and we lose all the ground that we've uh, just covered, you know, that we've been yeah. able to, to get so far. So well, we have a we have a website, um, uh, actually it's lawweapons.org, but we also have a Give, Send, Go account, givesendgo.com slash lawweapons.
8: I wish you
3: um, the best Weapons, of luck. You can find and- it there. I would go. I really would, but I'm. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going back to Florida, so I. I, I apologize. Otherwise, I would no. come and support you because I believe in the second amendment. I, I believe in the principles. But more importantly, I know what these rat bastards are doing. And you're to intimidate anybody. You inspire people, and I think that's what's going to happen. I wish you the best of luck. And uh, if you do lose, you call me because I also am on the on the East Coast. I can help you get back to Florida. All right.
10: Yeah. Okay. Well, we might have to get there at some point, but let's win the fight here and. Uh... Uh, for everybody, and then we'll we'll think about opening a second store I love in it. Florida. I love but, it, Robert. Uh, thank you so much, Sean. We really appreciate you uh, uh, taking the time and talking with me about all this.
3: Anytime. Thank you. Uh, you keep all me right. posted on this, okay? Absolutely will. All right. I'll talk to you I soon. I appreciate it. You guys take care. All right, guys. Bye-bye. All thank right. you. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The Answer. AM 560.
8: The answer.
3: I love that song, bro. You know, it's ridiculous. The, The idea that in this country, these elected failures and frauds, these cowards, all with security. They would create the ghetto through their policy. They would reward the scallywag scoundrel scum lowlife. They would use government to protect them and release them from prison. And simultaneously with that, they work to disarm the honest man from protecting his family. What do you think's gonna happen? Hey Pritzker, let's pretend your mother didn't know who to wiggle for. Let's pretend you were just a regular moron born in a Democrat sewer. Would you uh? Would you be for guns then? Because what do you think your fat ass would do in the ghetto? Wait, how long you think you'd last going for a walk if you weren't J.B. Pritzker? You were just some ugly, fat, bust out moron. How long you think you'd you think you'd make it to the corner? I don't think you would. Bob, Paloma, Michigan.
6: Thanks for taking my call. Now there are four words in the Second Amendment that make it unconstitutional
9: to pass any bans. And that is, shall not be infringed.
3: Yeah, but that's because you can read. If you would have went to CPS, yes. you'd be sounding it out, take you a month and a half, and by the time you got done with it, you wouldn't know what it meant. But the idea is, of course, it, it says, shall not be infringed. But this country was built for free men. This country was built on the principles of the Enlightenment and the individual unalienable rights and liberty of the individual what we have running these democrat sewers is a collective corrupt oligarchy so they don't like when people can defend themselves and don't need the government so i agree with you bob you and i are on the same page and our problem we share this problem is that at least 50 percent of our fellow citizens prefer to be slaves to a corrupt government than they do free men because freedom is scary They don't want it. They reject it. And this way, when they come to take your your assets and your money, what are you going to say? You're going to have to get a lawyer and sue. It's a system of corruption. And the first thing all totalitarian corrupt governments do is disarm the country. That's why the one that was fought, that was built on fighting one off, made sure you couldn't. But it took 246 years. What are you going to do, Bob? Thank you very much. They're not going to get your gun. They're not going to get my gun. So now what do you do? You got an entire other problem. They'll make you a criminal through taking away rights you enjoyed a while ago, they turn Bob and they turn me and they turn you into criminals. And when it comes time to put us in jail, do you think we'll get the Democrat hustle shuffle and be out on the street after shooting somebody? I don't think so. So it's going to be an interesting couple of years. It'll always be worse where it's always worse. Democrat run sewers and ghettos. It's always worse there.
11: I was uh, yesterday, you said uh, you're on pace to spend five billion on migrant care in this fiscal year to to give people some perspective. That is more than the city uh, spends on sanitation, parks and the fire department combined. And you'll spend it
3: because that's what's important to you, not the people who already pay taxes, not the real people. Three, one, two, six, four, two, fifty six hundred
0: broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of illinois in the upper midwest the nation and around the world this is the sean thompson show on am 560 the answer am 560
3: the answer oh it's good i prefer love me two times <laughs> Kamala Harris gets it. A filthy animal. In the meantime, when the corruption gets so systemic, what happens when somebody voices an opposition to the corruption that the people have become used to? Well, let's turn to a destination we'll be headed at. And when I say will, I mean Illinoisans, Chicagoans. I mean, granted, I'll be out of here, but you guys. Let's see where we'll be headed as a nation if the Democrat mafia is allowed to stay in power as they usurp the most powerful office position in the country.
6: We think he was attending a meeting, uh, a campaign event here in Quito, the capital of Ecuador, and that he was shot exiting the, the event and killed.
3: Can you give us some context Hello? and background uh, in terms of who this, who this candidate was, how he was performing in, in the polls, as well as what, what we know about a, a particular, potential motive or, or you know, the background to what's happened?
6: A potential motive is that he was someone who was uh, known uh, nationally, kind of as a kind of a Navalny of Ecuador, uh, who uncovered a lot of uh, uh, corruption in previous administrations, and who was threatened by, as uh, he said, um, alleged uh, drug traffickers during the campaign trail.
3: See, they control like like they do in the city of chicago and new york and new jersey they control the politics the cartels and the low and the gangs so the law is skewed to protect them so this guy comes out he's going to run for the president of ecuador which will be our future in the, in the, in the near future and he's going to run on cleaning up the corruption in politics so it's funny if you watch the assassination his name is uh Valavicen and you watch his assassination he is led into his car He's in the car that's where he shot. wonder how he got in a car. How did that all happen? Uh, that's, that's like looking into a crystal ball. How much money does the Biden administration give the government that this guy was running against in Ecuador? Is it more or less than they give the government in Mexico that's owned and operated by the cartels? Huh. That's interesting. Scott Sycamore. Hey, Sean. How you been? Good. How are you?
7: Eh, not too bad. I was down in your neck of the woods. Last week down at Tin City, going on a sunset cruise, and oh, that's nice—the sunset
3: cruise in Tin City, wonderful, beautiful. Yes,
7: trying to get trying to get little get a little break from Illinois. How did it go? Hey, so it went good, except for I got an ear infection. Other than
3: that, it was good. Really? Um, you must have one of those big ears. There. You got a Pritzker ear? Do you? Like you could have a jacuzzi in it? No. Uh, no. All right. Go ahead.
7: So I was out of the loop a little bit, and I heard something, and I really wanted to get your opinion, because I'm kind of really pissed off about it, uh-huh. that Illinois passed that you don't have to be a U.S. citizen to be a police officer now?
3: And the argument what? and you the know. argument is his argument. you got to listen to his argument. It's an interesting argument. And his argument is he guarantees—now, this is for DACA people. So these are the kids that were dragged here, you know, the, the kids that were dragged here by their parents. And he says, these guys— they can be law enforcement but i still don't get it i mean how does a uh, how does a non-citizen enforce the law of a country he's not a member of and he uses and invokes a policy that was started as a legal path to citizenship but has been since corrupted and that is the military service because we have roughly 6 to 8000 uh, and non-citizens in our military because so many of our citizens are being wasted in the foreign policy of corruption in Africa and the Middle East and all these na- nations that we're fighting we don't want the citizens to know, not to mention Ukraine so that's, he said, no, 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 don't panic, you know he, he, like he does when the pizza's a little late don't get nervous, he said this is for DACA recipients, but who gets to make those decisions, and the answer is nobody
7: and, yeah. and is it going to stop there, is the question no because they they're just going to pull it and go, "Oh, well now maybe this group, maybe they can apply." And- See,
3: that's what happens when a govern when a government protects criminals. When a government when the criminals and the people who do not abide by the law have the protection of government, you get Ecuador. And that's why we should change the name of Illinois. Really? To Ecuador. Ecuador perdue. We should do it that way. Cuz that's the way it's run. It's run with the same corrupt stuff and, and the same lack of principles. And to the highest bidder go the spoils. And uh, while you were in Florida, I'm sure you saw on the local news how Governor DeSantis said DACA recipients can't become lawyers. They can't get different colleges. They can't get benefits from the state. You know, the way it should be in, in America. So there's your choice, Scott, from Sycamore, soon to be Naples. Thank you very much. Remember to call Liberty Real Estate Services. Kevin, Las Vegas. <laughs>
1: Hey Sean man, thank you so much for your show, your platform, uh, all your callers. Um, oh, thank you. You know, you get me you, you get me fired up every day and I'm sure a lot more people too. So I uh your lovely producer Honey Bunny set me up with a phone number yesterday. I had a fantastic conversation with uh, Kevin and Austin for about 20 25 minutes and uh Oh. He's steering me in the right direction to uh, get involved at the precinct level. And I, I, I'm starting to take steps and uh, feel like maybe I hit my first roadblock with a phone number that leads nowhere. But um, uh, I'm going to keep pursuing it. You well, know, you got I, a better
3: uh, chance of shoring up Vegas and then Nevada. Yeah. Ironically, the Mormon mafia, by, by Mayhee Burn in hell for a thousand millenniums, Harry Reid and his corrupt two sons. You still have a better chance than you do Illinois. So I like it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I do, too. And, uh, you know, I just... Um, I've been thinking about, and uh, you know, it was great to see how. I mean, talking to Kevin, I mean, he was excited just to to be relaying this information, and uh, yeah, you know, it gets me gets me a little excited too. So, just uh, well, he's in Austin, Texas,
3: which is the Oak Park of Texas. He's easy easy to get excited. Right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Kevin.
1: And uh, and you know what, I'm uh, I got fixed to the uh, cigar soirée, so I'll be seeing you in a couple weeks, man. You make sure you come up to me.
3: I want everybody to come up to me. Make sure. All right.
1: You're going to be at the store beforehand. I got to pick up some cigars. I know a guy. I know a guy.
3: I don't know if I'm going to be. I think so, but I don't know. I I I get out of there around one. You know. Now I don't. Okay. I don't go as much as uh, I used to. I'm deciding what to do. I, I, I land it. Yeah, I got to decide I think what I to land
1: it like noon. So maybe not. Maybe uh, maybe I'll shake it down. I'll call there. We, you can bring a few, and I'll pay you.
3: All right. Very. Don't worry about that. We'll talk about it later. Thank you very much. Uh, Craig am on Greenwood. Oh, hello, Sean, and thank you for taking my call. Go right ahead, buddy. All
7: right. Uh, there was an investigator that uh, figured out uh, by uh, using that uh, Freedom fo- FOIA that, uh, in Michigan, they um, they were on to uh, people uh, doing the uh, fraudulent um, ballots by the thousands. They had one woman they were watching, thousands and thousands of them. You know what the funny thing is, though, Sean? Hmm. You don't hear nothing about her. First of all, they had a hell of a time to to, to, to to get the information about it. And here they're, you know, those people that are, um, they're, um, they're uh, basically um, going after it that are just normal, like elderly citizens that yeah. just signed their name to something. Yeah, um, they were exactly right because there was all these shenanigans going on. Craig, and, you, um, well, they had the, the video these,
3: since election night of the trucks pulling up with the ballots that were harvested when they shut it down in Michigan. Yeah, but, but in with, very specific with, areas that went for Biden, that he needed to win, like they did in Arizona. Like they did in Georgia because they're Democrats. Thank you very much for the call. Do you think that they're they're upset? Oh my, the election was stolen. They love it. It's like the five billion. They love it. 312 642 5600 I'll be Marxists, Socialists, and Communists
0: are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, the answer. AM 560. The answer.
3: Of course, it would take at least seven of those rat Democrats. God knows it's hard to motivate a one of them. I've been calling them out for years. Elmer Cigar House, 114 West Park Avenue. One more day you got rats. Uh, Greg Rogers Park.
10: Hi, Sean. Sean, you know, inflation went up a little bit. Gas prices are going up. My guess is the Fed's going to raise rates. My concern
7: now is... They got a
3: lot of
10: money. The
3: Democrats have a lot of money. Haven't you learned that by looking at how expensive Uh, their corrupt rent policies are? Obamacare expanded your insurance premiums 400%. Do you hear one of them say anything? But I want more. They don't give a rip to crooks. They don't buy anything. They don't pay their rent. It's all welfare. But is this their way of trying to control all the banks now because more banks are going to fail because of the interest rate? Hype? They don't want to control. They want to put them out of business. What do you mean? How could they do that? What do you mean? They already have. What happened after what happened after the collapse in 08? You took what? Forty five banks. What do you have now? National banks. I mean, outside of a few very stubborn, strong holdout banks like Signature Bank or Pan American in the local area. What do you really have? You got five banks that are in cahoots that control everything. And they got the wink, wink, and the nod, nod. And you've completely bastardized the principles of money and banking in this country, which is why they'll go along to get along. That's why you, they need the emergencies. They need the tragedy. They needed all of it. And it's within that that they can fund their favorite whores, like Pritzker. 200 billion gone, 5 billion slippage. Don't worry about it. So by, like being a Democrat. You get used to the thievery. I mean, how many times did our good people pretend that they were in the Madigan Mafia? How you doing now, dummies? We'll be back.
1: Just follow me, cause we need a little
3: controversy Very intrigued so, by my next guest me. Said, You see,
1: so he's so written
3: right, for The Chronicle me, Federalist Human Events so empty, He has a master's degree from Boston University Where he studied cognitive science and human evolution He has a new book out called Dark Aeon Transhumanism and the War Against Humanity His name is Joe Allen Joe, thank you for joining me, how are you? Very good, sir, how are you? Very good. This is an interesting topic, because I'm curious to know if you see a future that is more like a Boston dynamic showroom than the, uh, the, than the 80s when we could run outside and uh, enjoy each other. What do you see in the future?
9: I think there'll be both, I, but I think the proportion of the former will begin to encroach on the latter. I think that we already see that, and anyone who's been alive for the last 100 years Uh, has seen how the rate of change is increasing, and they've seen that the expansion of technological society or certain technologies uh, has just exploded, especially in the last 20 years. By that, I mean digital technology, I mean uh, neuroscience, and the various ways of manipulating brains, reading brainwaves, genetics, All of these things are definitely hurtling forward quickly. And the book is really about the various futures envisioned with what we will do with those technologies, or maybe more importantly, what they will do with those technologies.
3: Ten years ago, I saw an exhibition by Boston Dynamics that affected me greatly. And back then, it was they had perfected the dog. And they have a robotic dog. And now they have robots. But the reality is, when I saw that dog, what immediately popped into my head is, how do you beat it? Right? Because I don't mind a good fight. I'm, I'm mad when I don't get in a fight. But the reality is, when you have robotics or artificial intelligence at that level, and you have a government that is willing, and hist- in the recent history has been more than willing to use fascism, to use government strength, and you realize that there are, as we sit here and talk, there are already prototypes that are very successful as warriors. My philosophy is, well, how much longer until they release the hounds on us? And and I'm wondering, do you touch upon that? Is that part of the book? Or were you more on the philosophical taking over your own consciousness?
9: There's a little bit of both. Uh, certainly the, the uh, 11th chapter is dedicated to exactly what you're talking about, the weapons of death and where they are now, and very importantly, where they could go and where they are likely to go. So Boston Dynamics' dog spot uh, is incredible insofar as its engineering, and especially the AI that drives it. Uh, There are a number of different uh, versions of this, but uh, there are some displays, I've seen the videos, of uh, AI being embedded, basically embodied in Spot with no knowledge uh, of how to move its limbs other than it knows it needs to get to its feet and it needs to be able to use its limbs to get from one place to the other. So that's basically a baby. And they show the video in a time lapse. I think it's over the course of about four hours. And in the course of four hours, it flops around. Uh, By about hour three, it's starting to stagger to its feet and fall over. And by hour four, it is walking around with ease. What that shows is that machine learning does operate in many ways like a brain, like an organism. And I don't want to overstate it, but uh, unless it stays exactly where it is right now, uh, even the horrors we see now... In the potential wars, especially uh, those those potentials, those possibilities
6: grow by the day.
3: And right away, I mean, uh, you know, you're looking at it. We're coming off of three years where we're in the most corrupt sections of the country where the Democrats are have the strongest position. The fascism is, was insane, what we lived through. So you ultimately have to think, right? You think, therefore, you are. And as you look at the future and you look how the government, our government, is, it has lost the inability to reason and refuses to acknowledge mistakes or when it's wrong or police itself when it's corrupt. But then you look at some of the technologies, and it's a very interesting company, Boston Dynamics. I remember watching that video. And I think they've been around since the 90s. But I remember watching that video and saying, boy, it's an interesting company. I'd like to have stock in that company. And I would look and probe and try to find out. Turns out, didn't have any stock. Turns out, now, it is a subsidiary of the Hyundai Corporation. Now, the Hyundai Corporation is a very interesting corporation. Although they pretend it is, it is uh, South Korean, which it is, they have a lot of financing with the Bank of China. And here we are again with a company that has revolutionary technology and artificial intelligence that can weaponize that technology and already has, whether it be the dog spot or the warrior that I have yet to know a name, that cannot be beaten by a human being. Ultimately, this Look, traces you know, back to China, doesn't it? The, um,
9: well, there's a definitely a strong Chinese connection, and there's a strong Chinese connection with all of these technologies, both in the collusion of certain tech companies with China the partnership that is ambiguous with China, and in many ways, uh, competition, direct competition with China. It makes it a very complicated landscape, makes it a very difficult landscape to navigate. I hope to provide the tools that uh, leaders would be able to navigate that. Uh, in the case of Boston Dynamics, their humanoid robot, Atlas, That's- uh, that is also extremely impressive, especially in the timeline. So around the time that you would have seen that demonstration, Atlas, uh, the bipedal robot, was really pretty clunky. It was getting there, uh, but it really was still pretty clunky. In the last 10 years, Atlas is now doing front flips, the somersaults in the air, uh, able to uh, manipulate a number of different tools. uh, Show if you ever watch the videos, you see all sorts of athletic abilities and the ability to navigate through different physical environments. Uh, That's one element of the sort of technology that altogether you could, you could lump under the broad uh, umbrella of transhumanism. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a very kind of slippery definition because it could apply to so many, and it comes out of a very specific intellectual school. But the idea behind transhumanism, the idea that humans should be optimized and augmented by technology, the idea that humans should build a sort of Artificial life, artificial life being everything from artificial intelligence to robotics that the artificial intelligence is embedded in to uh, even uh, synthetic biology. And even uh, in the symbiotic sense, the ways in which these technologies begin to impinge upon the human being. So you've got right now the smartphone is basically a symbiotic partner With most human beings in the developed world and plenty more in the third world. Uh, From there, there's uh, right around the corner non invasive brain computer interfaces to read brain waves without any sort of implants, just simply a cap or various other devices. Some are on the market now, many more are being developed and will be on the market. I would say in the next five years, that's one thing I'm fairly confident on, although the future is very hard to predict. Uh, And then the, the third, of course, The brain-computer interface that is implanted in the brain, uh, people tend to think of that as science fiction. But right now, Elon Musk's Neuralink has just been granted FDA approval to begin trials on a human being or probably a set of human beings. Uh, BlackRock Neurotech has hit their 50-patient mark with advanced brain-computer interfaces that allow locked-in, paralyzed patients to operate computers with nothing but their brains. And then you have Synchron, which is dedicated to much the same with a, a more uh, a, a sparser uh, patient base at the moment. But they did have the historic moment in December 2021 when a patient was able to send a tweet with his brain, the first tweet sent with a brain chip. Um, This is, uh, we're already there, this is not to mention the 160 plus patients that have just deep brain stimulation devices implanted that allow uh, the electrical device, the electrodes will stimulate certain areas of the brain, they will will, uh, diminish the activity in other areas of the brain. So this is already happening, but I think it's really important to see it on that spectrum from a smartphone to non-invasive brain-computer interfaces to the implant, because that kind of progression gives you a sense of, uh, I I think, the kind of radiating circles of effect that technology has on a person. And and especially when you look at these implanted brain-computer interfaces, they form a a cultural symbol, really, for, for transhumanists such as Elon Musk or someone like maybe Peter Thiel or even someone like Bill Gates. Um, these people have – they set up cultural icons for the society to strive towards. Uh, Huge portions of our society are basically dedicated to keeping up with the Joneses technologically. And more and more so, we're being drawn into it. So that's really one of the key elements in the book is just the idea that this is a civilizational transformation. It's not happening overnight. But it's happening quickly.
3: And you know what's interesting, Joe? Uh, This is happening and has been happening among the Fourth Reich. And I remember Klaus Schwab discussing this at the World Economic Forum. This is something that has been in the works. So I'm wondering how they'll lure the average American. But they won't in the beginning. They'll only want the continued oligarchy to uh, take advantage of this the way that I see it. And I think the sales pitch will be a consciousness that lives forever. Because ultimately... You can, if, you, if they sell the idea that you can upload your consciousness to live forever, you will get people that are more than willing to give away their consciousness today for the hope of eternity tomorrow. Do you not think so?
9: Absolutely. There's a, a very, very dominant element in transhumanism, and it's more and more so being adopted and played with by large corporations and even uh, a certain startups. Right now, it's at the, the fairly humble stage of simply taking a person's data and recreating them in silico. Now, this is what's done with anyone who's on the digital network. Your data is being scraped. Various profiles of you are being created by third world, or I'm sorry, third party uh, companies, and also by the major corporations such as Facebook, Google, Amazon, so on and so forth. So. The idea that with this kind of first phase of digital immortality is uh, the, you create a sort of replica of the human being, and after the person dies, even though there's maybe not an expectation of the consciousness being in that person, it would be a cultural norm. And this is not not me dreaming it up. No, this is companies like Amazon working on it. This is companies like Microsoft working on it, and other startups such as uh, the Dead Social.
3: Uh, or uh, augmented eternity. And the reality is, Joe, they've got a lead on this, and they're already practicing it to a certain extent. That is why it is such a pervasive system to have this smartphone that is constantly listening to invite Alexa into your house. After all, they can duplicate you now. They can already predict what your wants are and what your desires are. How much longer until they can predict you? And that does explain Jimmy Carter, who refuses to die, Joe. No, go ahead. (laughs)
9: <laughs> well, you know, I bet there'll be an upload of Jimmy Carter available uh, online. Everyone can access
3: him. Yeah, Maybe A- the thing- AI Biden <laughs> will be smarter than the real one. Uh,
9: many people hope so, but I fear that... Uh, just be careful what you ask for, that's all I'm saying. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, as far as the uploads go, one thing that has really set this off, the development of advanced large language models, the chatbots, Uh, Bots like GPT, uh, people oftentimes mock them because, you know, it made a mistake here. Oh, this was a clunky answer there. I think that the best way to look at that is the hits, not the misses. If your enemy is over the border and they're launching bombs your way and 20 of them miss out of 100, then you haven't really you're not gaining much by mocking the 20 that missed when the 80 hit yes and so (laughs) it's is the case with many of these technologies and so in the case of these large language models they are doing this now training them on people who are alive and training them on people who are dead uh if you've ever interacted with a chat bot especially one that's been trained on a personality some of them can be Really eerie and astounding. Mistakes aside, really? so I, it, all of these things are culminating. But you know, the, the idea of digital immortality doesn't stop there. Of course, the real dream is to transfer the consciousness over right. into the machine. Uh, I make that distinction in the book. I go through all of that in oh, the I book. Love uh, it. I actually. Juxtapose the, the idea of digital immortality and total annihilation. Again, that's uh, chapter 11, countdown to gigadeath. Uh, and then also an element too of the kind of social bifurcation we saw during the pandemic and the way in which one's, one's ability, one's citizenship in many ways, hinged in America and in some countries, it definitely did. China, Singapore, it hinged on your technological status. Do you have your mask? Very simple technology. Do you have your experimental vaccine? Mm -hmm. A much more complicated and dangerous technology. Do you have your smartphone with your vaccine passport QR code? Uh, That became normalized all over China and various other Asian countries, various countries around the world, European countries. Uh, it was it was rolled out in some states and some cities, almost all blue in America. Uh, but it was in many ways a trial run to a much more complex and I would say a, a much more dangerous technocracy that will I would say undoubtedly be formed in a lot of countries that don't have the kinds of civil liber- liberties Americans expect. Yeah. But the the danger of that encroaching here in America is also really great. And I think that being keeping your eye on the potentials of these technologies keeping your eye on the people who are pushing them, and knowing what direction they want to push them, Uh, it's it's the first step in being able to live a life that is, in some sense, free of it.
3: You just described me living in the sewers like Demolition Man the movie, where I'm eating rats, talking about thinking. Uh, This is where we're going. That movie wasn't a far-fetched fantasy. It just was the future, wasn't it? You know I think
9: it is the future for some and and that you you have to keep faith that none of these predictions of the future first off, not a single one of them will be one hundred percent correct, just like the futurists of the last fifty years century century and a half. but what is undoubted, some of them will be some of them will be because the futurists were sharp enough to follow the trends where they would naturally go, some of them will come to pass because the powers that be want them to come to pass. So a lot of it is about documenting the, the the declared intentions of many of the power movers in our world and to get a sense of where they want it to go. Now, it's not going to just simply – I don't think if you live in Kansas, you're going to wake up one day, look out your window, and there will be a drone swarm outside with ro- you know humanoid robots waiting to take your guns away. Not this year, not next year. <laughs> And Not in a while. But I would say that when you see the rollout of something like DigiDog, the robotic police dog that's bas- yes. basically on the same uh, spot uh, model, Uh, And you have that being rolled out in San Francisco. You have that being rolled out in Hawaii. You have that being rolled out in various places. I know. As you begin to see that normalization occur and and this idea that these technologies will be used for authoritarian purposes, it will make being banned on social media or it will make finding all of this crazy whitewashed uh, uh, data searches through your various search engines where your brain, basically anything of interest is thrown down the memory hole. It will make that look like um, uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. You know, right now we're eating the chocolates, but soon we'll be we'll be falling in the the chocolate. Joe Allen, up into the tube.
3: It is a
2: Gestapo.
3: You cannot kill. That's the most scary thing about it. Uh, the only the only upside is I do think, hopefully, that our artificial intelligence will ironically be smarter than the humanoid intellectual infancy we're now calling our reality as you watch these idiots create murder and mayhem and corruption. So, I mean, I guess there's a 50-50 chance we could... I mean, I'd rather have a, a, an AI robot run things than a Democrat.
9: Don't say that. Don't <laughs> no, run that.
3: Human forever, brother. He, <laughs> no, human I'm forever. Kidding. I'm kidding. I, I love it. And, and now the book comes out on the 29th. So technically you don't have the book out. So I shouldn't be offended okay. that I do not have a signed copy. It's in the mail.
9: It's in the mail, uh, and you, you can right now, not you, you'll have yours in the mail, but um, any of your listeners can order it, Dark Eon, Transhumanism, and the War Against Humanity. Uh, it's available on uh, Amazon. If you don't want to feed the beast, you can find it places like bookshop.org or Barnes & Noble. Um, you can find uh, links on my website, uh, www.jobot.xyz. Uh, and I, I think that, uh, you will not be disappointed in so far as the I can't wait. information and hopefully a couple of chuckles.
3: I cannot wait to read it. Really, Joe Allen. Thank you so much for making time for me. I look forward to the book.
9: Thank you very much for having me. And, uh,
3: you know, uh, most of us are going to make it. Oh, I'm going to make it brother. There ain't nothing going to kill <laughs> me. Thank you very much. So I appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560,
3: The Answer. I think I've solved the answer. Jimmy Carter, that rat Democrat, was uploaded. He's never going to die. We need to have...
5: Uh, a realization that we've got about 35 years' worth of oil left in the whole world.
3: (laughs) stupid son of a gun. That's why when he does go, if he ever goes, the Democrat, the greatest president in the world. Do you think they're offended by the scandals and the absolute evidence that Joe Biden is a traitor on the take? They don't give a rip. Who are they going to ask for, uh, what's it like to admit and understand that Joe Biden's corrupt? I know. Let's ask one of the only Senators, we can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt, not the communist one that went for his honeymoon in the Soviet Union. No, let's ask the absolute pathological, compulsive and prophetic liar, the one who looks like Chuck Connors, the Indian, Elizabeth Warren. She's a cowboy, not an Indian. Thinks she gives a rip
11: if the Bidens are whores. Republicans on the House Oversight Committee, um say that they have identified more than $20 million in payments from foreign sources that's to the Biden family, including Hunter Biden and their business associates. So far, we haven't seen any direct evidence pointing to Joe yeah,
3: Biden. Yeah, careful, Jake. You want your phony job at CNN that employs the crooked FBI agent, the one who was fooling
11: around with the girl who could eat an apple through a fence. Biden, President Biden doing anything illegal, uh, and I don't necessarily uh, know what's everything that's in this. But I do wonder, on, on a broader level, the 30,000-foot uh, view of this. 30,000-foot uh- view.
3: Yeah, I was talking about Struck and Page. Pay attention as well. 30,000-foot view. You're asking a senator who lied about being a fracking Indian. She's as white as paper. And she said the reason she lied wasn't because it got her the job, which it did. Or the phony loans, which it did, or the credibility, which she should never had. Because she had high fracking cheekbones. We're going to ask this dimwit what she thinks about lying and stealing?
11: Uh, People close to Donald, I mean, people close to Joe Biden, or people close to Donald Trump, but I'm talking about Joe Biden, making tens of millions of dollars because of their closeness to him. That can't be something that you like. That can't be something that you're comfortable with um, as a phenomenon.
4: Look, I, I
3: always worry
4: about the influence peddlers in Washington, regardless of party affiliation.
3: Really, you fake socialist whore. You worked for the credit card companies. After the collapse, you and your unfortunate husband, who has an unbelievable, disgusting taste in women, you and him made millions buying foreclosed assets from banks that you represented. And flipping them. And now you're going around talking about the Che Guevara communism. And, and your opinion matters. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, if you've learned anything, never ask a crook, rat, Democrat, what he thinks about anything. Because this is the best example of what they are. Liars and frauds like Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden. Pick one, including Jimmy Carter. Still alive,
4: One of the things, as you know, I've spent a lot of my time in Congress working on is how we bring just more ethics and more oversight in general.
3: You're a freaking liar for 30 years. Ethics, you moron. You're lucky we're not Japanese. You'd learn Harry Carey is not a restaurant. You scumbag. Bob in Crown Point, Indiana. Hey, Sean. So the point is,
6: and I'm sure a lot of the audience feels the same way, is it's tough to reconcile the fact that all this corruption, grift, skullduggery is happening right in front of our faces. Uh, Biden's getting 20 million. You got 20 million on the low
3: end. He's got 100 million and a limp. That's what he's got. Go ahead. And I'm sure Ho Chi Minh
6: Cortez is a millionaire by now. And then you got uh, Neil Bolshevik Sanders there who has three houses. But they get to walk around and smile and pretend everything's okay while we're out here.
3: uh, Only among their own. Only among the... See, you've got got a leg up on 80% of the people listening live to the show. Because you're in Indiana. It's a better run state. Not perfect, but far better. But that's the difference, Bob. What I'm trying to do is get the people who are paying for this skullduggery and these open and notorious frauds to go to high ground. Because the Illinoisans, listen, we just had an election and this fat slob won in a hurry because they like it.
6: Well, we can't do anything politically. We can't do anything judicially. Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: But you can uh, do it for your future by guaranteeing your heirs, the fruit of your loins, do not normalize That's, the idea of Democrat corruption. That's what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Or you can, if uh-huh. you're here, you can be an example and say, look, I, I know that you know, we live here and we've done this through love and affection or choice, but make sure you don't. Because, you know, that's the agreement I made because my my wife's family has a legacy of sacrificing and they all live on the same three blocks and yada, yada, yada. So I told my my kids, I'll pay for your college because you're not going to get the loan anyway. After all, your parents are married and we're decent people. You don't qualify. However,
6: I've I've put six kids through college. So
3: you know that you don't owe me one dollar unless you come back to this ghetto. If you come back to this ghetto, I want every fracking penny. And that's what you do. So you were sure that at least down the line. Bob, when your great grandkids are talking to their machine friends and their AI uh, uh, wives and husbands, they'll at least tell you, tell them about a guy who made sure they didn't have to sacrifice and normalize the kind of corruption Chicago thinks is government. I like it. See, Bob, come to conclusions. Yep. You can't. The Leviathan yep. of government corruption cannot be defeated when it is this systemic. When the when you got ha- when you have half the country, the Democrats. They don't give a rip about this kind of stuff. So am I going to reason with the people who are going to seek out the opinion of a scumbag fraud inside front running fake Indian like Elizabeth Warren? What do you think? I don't give a rip what you think. Go stand in the corner and test your husband's prescription to Viagra. Yeah. Cream puff. Jim thinks pizza is an appetizer and Democrats are normal. What's up? I'm just I'm just thinking about the 2000.
10: Well, I, it's, it's I don't know what it is now. has got to be 2,500 people that drowned in the Mediterranean. How
6: they drowned? What's were weird, they fishing?
8: What,
6: what they, what, no, no, they were
10: coming from the Anglo colonies and the Dutch colonies in South Africa and South Africa, and all over.
7: Are you mean the ones
3: that were taken by the well, pirates? The, the 2,500 people. There. 25
7: people have drowned by half a year. Now the only people I have seen that help these people are the poor fishermen that are into. But, but the yachts. I've been to the courses, though, so. Spain and the Riviera in
10: Spain. Oh, look there's at you! Yachts from, there's yachts, but there's yachts from the I can see, but I don't see. I don't see uh, Clarence Thomas in his yacht uh, excursions going to the Mediterranean.
8: Clarence Thomas has a
10: try to pick up a couple. Try to pick up a couple of human legs. You're
7: worried you know, about before,
3: those guys. Before, oh, before oh, he gets oh. so the virtuous the virtuous Chicago Democrat. Why don't you worry about the forty thousand people who got to pay the inside scams that you guys exist on? Why don't you worry about that? Why don't you worry about the 300,000 Chicagoans that pay the Marxist mafia that pretends to be teachers, but 5% of the kids can read and 3% can do math? You're so virtuous. Oh, the poor people that drown. Why don't you worry about the people that your party has extorted and drowned through their financial corruption, which you think is normal, as you sit your fat ass in a truck, avoiding work and waiting to retire on your mystical, magical agreement to pull the lever for Mike Madigan's mafia. Do me a favor, scumbag Democrats. You're not virtuous and you don't give a rip about anybody. The true face of greed is your useless welfare fat asses that demand to strip the incomes from decent people cuz you think there's a wrong out there. Now go sell your phony virtue at uh, down the station, you morons. 312-642-5600. Ta-da, you're a Democrat.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
3: And what they're mad about, the phony, righteous indignation of whores and mafia members, is Trammel Crow, or actually the son of Trammell Crow, Harlan. Who hangs around with Clarence? That's their big, Ooh, we got you. But these idiots could care less about affirmative action Jackson, that moron who sits on the Supreme Court, or Judge Sotomayor, who I believe cleared the trail for the Cisco kid. However, she's gained 150 pounds and a lot of wealth, and nobody wants to look into it. How about fat judge in a little robe, Elena Kagan? You want to talk about those Supreme Court judges? How about not even that? How about a good old-fashioned government scheme? Because they long to be rich. Not like Harlan Crow, They long to be rich like scum, mafia, pay-to-play scam artists like Dr. Fauci. Another question for
4: you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge
3: the names of scientists who receive royalties. All of them. The dirty whores. $325 million. And what else did they do? They lied and they used their co- coordination with the Chinese Communist Party to create a virus to release, to seize the property of all of us. And now you're worried about 2,500 idiots, idiots in the Mediterranean, right? Fetzel?
4: Do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain of function research in Wuhan?
3: Senator Paul, I have never lied. That's all you ever do, you pickle face moron, scumbag. Multi-millionaire, I might add. Not the way the crows are, but the way the Madigans are. Through political corruption, like every rat Democrat, including the fat ones.
4: I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
3: Nobody blames you, but you made her worth millions, didn't you? Didn't you, Sidewinder? When you were molesting interns, your wife was stealing money like she was back at Whitewater. Isn't that true? Well, now you got many examples of Democrat whore.
8: We have new evidence
4: in the investigation of the origins of COVID-19. Emails revealing Dr. Anthony Fauci commissioned a February 2020 paper to discredit the, the, the virus leaked out of the lab in Wuhan, China.
3: Well, he was funding it through EcoHealth Alliance and Pfizer had opened up a research and development lab in 2009. They were working on it. In 2009, the plans have been in the works. Now, I've been working on excess deaths, which remain high for the data that we have for uh, May 2023. Yes, so don't think they care about the 2,500 deaths. They don't care about the millions that were killed from a biological weapon funded by the government, profited by corrupt companies that always had them on the take. And from which companies?
4: Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid
3: to 1,800 NIH employees. So is Harlan Crow in a boat that the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas goes on? Or the fact that he gets his check picked up by a capitalist? Is that offensive? Only to a fat-ass fraud Democrat who could give a rip about anything except keeping their scams afloat. As a record number of people lost their jobs and lined up for help from the state, the system became overwhelmed, and it became an easy target. So are you mad about Clarence Thomas and his ride on the boat? Or Illinois, the culture of corruption and the mafia that stole $5 billion
2: and doesn't even want to look for it? So let's be clear, in an emergency, you act as quickly as you possibly can to help people. That Yeah, are. they're always
3: helping people, yet they all seem to help other Democrats. When's Mike Madigan's trial? Never. That's when it is. I can't stand these people. Marco Oakbrook.
10: Hi, Sean. Uh, I'm calling for several reasons tonight. I am a longtime listener, and I
6: personally am very... Appreciative of your show and all the information you give out to us, it's uh, so enlightening every day. Thank you, brother. I hear you. I really,
3: I really appreciate it. As a quick background, my uh, my are we, parents are. Oh, huh? Marcos, is that music that I hear? Is the show over here, kid? How much time do I get? Marcos, listen to me. I want you to call back. I want you to call tomorrow stay on the line we're gonna get you a shirt i'm sorry brother i didn't realize the show was over i did no idea five four three two one fastest show on radio we'll be back with marcos in 21 hours to kick the teeth in the mafia again don't just have a great night
1: have an american night